This is National Sloppy Joe Day. Be honest with me. When you go out to eat, do you order Sloppy Joe off the menu? You know, I think there are places that do an excellent Sloppy Joe, and there are places that fall short. Uh, so I'm going to give you the political answer here, Freddie. Which I see is, it coming. It, it, really, it, it really depends. Now, my wife, Sarah, I'll tell you, she makes a mean Sloppy Joe. And she doesn't mess around with turkey or buffalo. She, she does beef in this one, and it's, it is excellent. Uh, you know, she gets a little help from HelloFresh uh, that, that delivers the ingredients to your door. But, you know, we're, we're all in on that. But, hey, Freddie, I got a question for you Uh-oh. Uh, before we really start up here. Okay. So here's my question. I'm concerned. What, what do Irvin Magic Johnson, Cal Ripken Jr., and Freddie Bell all have in common? Um, no? I can't figure they that one out. They are all into their respective halls of fame. Freddie, I understand that you are being inducted into the Minnesota Broadcasting Hall of Fame, and I cannot think of someone who is more deserving. So uh, I was pumped beyond belief to hear that, and and congratulations to you. Well, thank you so much. I didn't see that coming from you, sir, but thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Some great people in there with us, Kathy Werzer, uh, Dan, and I mean, just it's really cool. I, you know, I was telling a caller earlier, uh, Jacob, that, you know, there's no rule book. I don't know how to act. So I'm, I'm just going to say thank you so much for your comments. I appreciate that. Oh, you got it. You got it. You deserve it. Well deserved. You uh, have been busy this week. Uh, you've just nominated uh, your interim uh, Civil Rights Department lead, Alberta Gillespie, to lead that department. Congratulations to her. And uh, what made you decide that she was the right pick? Alberta is chock full of integrity. Uh, She is a person that cares deeply about the work. And I'll tell you, you know, in selecting someone, it's not just expertise in the respective subject matter. It's also an ability to really lead a team and inspire people. And I I feel that she does that every day. I've been really impressed with her through her interim service and uh, really proud to put her name forward on on the permanent fashion. Well, I guess the city council will be uh, conferring about this in the next few days, I guess. Uh, March 24th, is that right? Yeah, they're, they're conferring about it. I mean, I, I don't see any issues uh, in, in moving her name through. I think most people agree what they know to be true, which is that you know, Alberta is excellent. I think she'll be a wonderful civil rights director. All right. So going to another topic, i got two or three things I wanted to share with you today. Uh, the ethics complaint that was filed against you here recently uh, concerning the Amir Locke case, that's been dropped. What's your comment about that? Well, yeah, there were a whole bunch of, of these, these ethics complaints that were filed. Every single one of them was dismissed without merit. And I, I think what it shows here uh, is that this was really more about politics than ethics. Uh, the, bo- the board reviewed. They found no merit. And, you know, we're moving forward. Um, I think we got to get serious about doing the real work and pulling a chair up to the table to understand that, you know, the solutions to public safety and accountability, they're complex, and you got to be willing to dig in. So have you talked to the people who filed those complaints? Uh, is there a meeting of the minds? Uh, I, I can't say that there's a meeting of minds with all of the people that filed the complaints. There was a bit of a campaign drive to get more and more people to, to sign up and file them. Correct. Um, I, so, no, I have not. Uh, but, yeah, the, the ruling was very clear. Everyone, we're talking with Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry. And earlier this week, you issued a new warrant and entry policy proposal 
This is not necessarily a ban on no-knock warrants, but it's certainly different. How does this proposal different from a ban and a policy detail? We are prohibiting both the issuance of and the execution of no-knock slash no-announce warrants. So a full prohibition um, on the uh, issuance and execution of no-knock warrants. Now, we will still have search warrants. Mm -hmm. uh, And under those circumstances uh, where you need to enter someone's uh, home, in some cases forcibly, we've got a number of requirements. First, you've got to wait 20 seconds. Uh, to make sure that the people inside as well as the officers don't get into one of these surprise situations where one of them gets scared or concerned and something bad happens. Uh, second, uh, we want to, we are dividing the, the work into low, medium, and high risk warrants and then reclassifying those types of entry. Uh, third, we're going to be changing the methodology for how officers actually enter to make sure that they are safer and the individuals that are inside are also safer. And then finally, we want to make sure that this policy is accounted for and that it's being followed. Uh, So we're having a dashboard set up just so that the public knows how many of these search warrants are are executed and and how they are functioning. Uh, And we want to have an audit in place as well. So this is a a pretty wholesale revamp. It is, uh, I would say, the most forward-thinking policy right now in the in the whole country, and we're going to be getting it set up in permanent fashion in the next uh, few weeks. Can we expect more policy uh, uh, revamps like this as you try to transform uh, the way that we police in 2022-2023? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, you know, policy changes and revamping, it's ongoing. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that there are policies that we pass today that we think are excellent that in four or five years, they turn out to be unsatisfactory. I mean, that's just the reality of governance right now. So, you know, you review the data, uh, you do the best you can to, to incorporate uh, community needs and feedback, uh, and then, you know, you keep moving forward. And that's, that's the direction we're going right now. And I'm, I'm pleased with where this policy is at. Does that mean that we won't change this one or others? Absolutely not. And the, the policy work is going to be ongoing here. There are a legion of people right now, as a matter of fact, in another 20 minutes or so, who will be on the streets uh, clamoring for a new contract with the uh, Minneapolis Public Schools. At what point does the city get involved to bring the two sides together? Well, we need the two sides certainly to come together for the sake of our students and, and our kids here that have already been through a whole lot. And by the way, teachers have been through a lot over these last couple of years. First responders have been through a lot. The administration in the school district has had to navigate a very difficult time as well. I mean, there's no winners here. Uh, I, I think everyone agrees that teachers need to get paid more, of course. Um, and, uh, you know, a big part of that is making sure that our state legislators uh, recognize the need to make sure that these heroes uh, in our society get paid what they are deserved, especially through a tough time. Now, you know, everyone's in a difficult spot as, a, as far as the, as the amount of monies that are available, um, but I think the, the right route is to make sure that the, the state comes through with the necessary money. So is there a point at which the city, from your executive office, will step in to say that we need uh, to put the teachers back to work until we can figure out how we're going to make this work? Of course. Uh, You know, I I think there's nothing that has a larger impact on the state of our city than 
uh, the state of our children and our futures and our schools. And so, uh, yes, of course. Um, you know, Minneapolis is different than many cities in that I don't have authority uh, over the school board. It is a fully independent entity, and I know they're, they're working their tails off. Mm-hmm. They're working their tails off to try to make something work right now. All right. That's Mayor Jacob Fry. Time has gone so quickly. Do you have a final thought for us this morning? Uh, you threw me off with your earlier comments, so I lost track of the clock. Well, no, I'm just thinking about Sloppy Joes and you getting inducted into the Hall of Fame there, Freddie. So that, that's where my mind is for the day. <laughs> All right. Brian, Sarah, Brian. I, I commented, it, it, my, my wife Sarah is right over here. I, I yes. commented on your excellent Sloppy Joes, Sarah. She says thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, great. It was an unenthusiastic thank you, but but nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may have won some points at home. Thanks so much for being there with us, Roger. Talk to you All soon. All right. Yeah, we'll talk soon, Fred. Right. Bye-bye.